The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed are the guests' own and do not represent the views, thoughts, and opinions of AIHA. AIHA does not endorse any guest or the entity that they represent. On this episode of Healthier Workplaces, we speak with Isabel Barcerella about AIHA's Career and Employment Services Committee. Welcome to another episode of Healthier Workplaces. I'm Bob Krell, founder and publisher of Healthy Indoors Media and your host for this program from AIHA. Stay with us. The newly updated sixth edition of the Noise Manual is available at the AIHA University Bookstore. This edition contains new chapters on impulse noise, ototoxicants, fit testing, and community exposure. Noise is an omnipresent hazard for industrial hygienists and OEHS practitioners. Find the right information with this valuable resource for noise prevention and more in your workplace and communities. Update your noise knowledge today. Available in print and digital formats. Visit AIHA.org noise for a free preview. live from AIHCE 2023 in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm Bob Prell, the host of the Healthier Workplaces show for AIHA, and uh, thanks for joining us again. So uh, with me today, I have uh, Isabella Baccarella, and uh, I got it right, too. So th there you go. Not, not, bad, not bad for a Monday. Um, so you're on the Career and Employment Services uh, Committee. That's correct. And uh, tell, us, tell us a little bit about, um, you know, what does your role and what is the role of that committee as far as, uh, you know, what, what, what are you providing? Yeah, definitely. I'm one of the volunteers on the Current Employment Services Committee and a past chair. And the committee consists of volunteers that are represent industrial hygiene across all the sectors and levels of their career. And we are focused on providing resources, developing resources and sharing resources to help industrial hygiene professionals in their career. So we have um, resources that are available on the Career Advantages page of the AHA website. And it could include things like resume examples, career portfolio examples, past presentations that we've done. Um, we do year-round interview, uh, mock interviews, and resume critiques. And then at the conference, we offer uh, similar um, opportunities as well to, to help advance the career um, careers of our of our colleagues. So, I in the context uh, of OEHS, why are portfolios uh, so important for career development? Well, I've used a portfolio in every interview that I've been a part of, and I've also heard really positive things of a career portfolio being used in uh, job advancement, such as a promotion or really trying to sell yourself in your career in, in other formats. And so a career portfolio essentially makes proof of the claims that you make in your resume or your cover letter when you're trying to land a job. It's a really impactful tool if you're trying to promote yourself and prepare for a job. So I like to tell people that even if you don't even end up using your career portfolio in an interview, 
the benefit of just preparing for an interview and, and compiling your um, experiences into one centralized portfolio really just helps you come in with confidence for what you're trying to execute on. So um, it really is a collection of evidence. So it could be charts of maybe the research you're done or a flow chart of a process that you want to explain in an interview. It could be certificates of your accomplishments. It could be letters of recommendation that you really want to share and like make proof of what you're claiming about yourself when you're really trying to, to land that job or land that promotion. So um, it's something I found really powerful in, in my experience. I've used it and I've been told that I've st stood out a lot when I'm doing an interview against other candidates. Um, unfortunately, a lot of people aren't using a career portfolio and I think more people should. And um, so before it gets too popular, you'll definitely stand out. And um, I think you're remembered, and especially against other candidates you're, you're going against. And um, I think sometimes it might be difficult to explain what you're trying to convey, especially to someone who might be interviewing you who might not be within our profession. And, and it really helps us explain, explain ourselves and, and really flex our self-promotion muscle. So I'm assuming there's some key elements uh, you know, t to that portfolio, right? And tell us a little bit, a little detail, you know, g give yeah. us a quick overview on that. Yeah, so a career portfolio is really what you want it to be. It's not something you're actually handing over to the person you're trying to promote yourself to. Um, you can organize it however you want. Um, some sections I have in my portfolio are personal characteristics, knowledge, skills, and accomplishments. So I have evidence of that myself, um, projects I've worked on, charts, like I said, um, letters of recommendation or reference and um, transcripts, whatever you might want to share during this time. And um, I organize it in a very professional way in a clear binder and um, have it ready to go whenever I want to talk about that particular topic. Um, so it's, it's supposed to be an organic way to share um, those claims that you make about yourself. And, you know, you could, you could actually adapt the sections to maybe the values of the company you're, you're interviewing with or make up your own sections. As long as you can access them, um, the, the main idea is to just um, have them readily available so you could share them at the appropriate time. So, so is, is there any specific advice you have, you know, as, as far as strategies, you know, for OEHS professionals, you know, how do you do this? <laughs> yeah, well, we have a lot of resources on the Career Advantage website. So first I tell you to go there. There's um, an example career portfolio that's actually posted that I helped work put together and compile. And at the conference, we, uh, we often have this as a topic we have presentations on, and a lot of those resources are available on the Career Advantages website. And um, there's, re yeah, there's books about this. Um, you can reach out to any Career Employment Services committee member to, to get more information on it, but we can guide you with a workbook, and we have some worksheets we can, we can lead you to as well to kind of how, how do you identify which documents you want to include in your portfolio and then really make it your own and my advice is that you have a master portfolio that kind of has everything you might want to share in an interview or a job promotion discussion and before you go and have that 
conversation, you pull out the ones that you think are the most relevant that might come up in that conversation. And that's what you bring with you to the interview. Um, so really, it's and it's the other thing I, I like to share is that it's a, it's a live um, folder of information. So as things come up, you might receive an email from your your uh, manager that you know commends you for something you did that was really awesome and you can print that out and like put it right in your folder or have a I have a folder on my computer that I put everything into as well so it's just a working folder that you constantly think about and you can add more documents and grow it and grow it and grow it and then when you have the opportunity to have those conversations or interviews um, you can turn to it and you're already mostly prepared to have that conversation so, so what are the, I guess to drill down a little bit deeper, what are some of the uh, common misconceptions or even challenges that people face in interviews or performance reviews that you, know, you think would be uh, things that they should be aware of? Yeah, I think the preparation for an interview plays a really key role, I think, in, in how you present yourself. And all the resources that the committee provides will really help you go in strong and confident for what you're about to I think self-promotion doesn't come naturally for everybody, myself included. And so it's something I really have to practice and work on. And over time, I've actually been able to um, you know, kind of improve my self-promotion skills um, through all the resources that the Current Employment Services Committee offers. And um, another challenge I've seen is we're working in a very virtual environment now. So there's a lot of communication that that can maybe goes that goes missing when you're in a virtual setting or something you might intend to share but doesn't come across the same way when you're not in person so you might be on video but it's it's a different experience so I think it's it's learning to adapt to our environment which is more virtual and you know something I'm trying to explore more is like how would you share a career portfolio in a virtual interview um, sharing your screen what kind of prep questions would you have for the interviewee about you know do I have permission to share my screen in this interview? So there's some challenges I think we're gonna we're gonna look and look to and um, as a committee try to provide those resources to adapt to the virtual environment that I think we're going into. Yeah, and you're seeing more and more of that now, right? As far as virtu virtual type interviews, and yeah, it's 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 a totally different environment, isn't it? Absolutely. And yeah. Yeah, and then the other thing I was gonna say is um, salary n uh, negotiation. So I think. If you don't have the resources or the scripts of how would you ask for a higher salary or a fair salary in an interview, you might not feel prepared or confident to have that conversation. Um, sometimes salary is brought up in the first interview and you might not feel prepared and how you're going to answer that question. So I think that's another really good area where the, the committee could come in to, to help guide um, OEHS professionals in being prepared for that conversation, what would you say, what's the appropriate salary by referring to the salary survey that AHA did? Um, there's there's so many resources that, that you can turn to before you even have that interview. I mean, the salary thing specifically seems like that could get <coughs> awkward and very uncomfortable, right? It can, as an, yeah. as an employee or, or a, a new hire coming in, and that that's, you know, you're trying to sell yourself, but then now you're suddenly, now you're, it, it's a role reversal to some extent because you're now you're asking for something. Yes. Yeah. So, so how how does that how does that really differ? Again, I, I guess you have to have a plan. You just don't go in and wing that. Yeah, I think you have to know what you're asking for when you go in for that interview or promotion conversation, and 
know what's a fair thing to ask for or what what would you ask for if you do ask for a reach salary you know that you're acknowledging that that is a reach salary so you can continue that negotiation process so i think going in with knowledge is really key to meet in a place where everybody's comfortable okay so how does the career employment uh, services committee uh, assist oeh uh, as professionals in uh, in navigating career advancement opportunities because that's okay you're now you're an employee it's a di different scenario come you know you're, you're, you're you've been there for a while you know and how do you how how can a professional do career advancements within the structure of uh, an organization or you know do they you know when do they need to start seeking other organizations to move up so another service the committee provides is career coaching so you can reach out to the committee and request career coaching. So you could ask a lot of the questions you just addressed and meet with a professional OHS um, committee member and talk through whatever issues you're having. And, and there's a lot of very competent committee members that um, I've learned a lot from personally. And I've been coached and I've had my own resume critiqued on the committee and and I've learned a lot so I think connecting with other OEHS professionals that have that experience and expertise and um, taking advantage of all these included resources in your membership I think is is really valuable I, th I don't think people realize the the breadth of the amount of benefits you have when you're a member and um, you you can find your own coach and work with them and even come back a few times if you still have further questions or want to check in with with a expert in this area um, you might want to say you want to go into like academia and that's not an area you have experience in we have representatives in that area that you could talk to and understand and what does a career look like there and we have some really good examples of what that could be excellent excellent all right uh, so there was a follow-up to that Okay, no, I actually covered that. Okay, um, oh, I actually career advancement opportunities. I, I guess, I guess, you know, follow-up question is: How do many of the members take advantage of the committee's resources? Is that, or is this something that still, you know, you still have to really push out there? I mean, is this something? Yeah, it's something we advertise a lot, especially at the conference. We tend to get more early career professionals or students at our booth and doing the resume critiques. It's not exclusive to them, but they are the ones that are probably the most common, uh, you know, attending the sessions. But it's really geared for everybody. When we put together a resource, it's not geared just for early career professionals or students. Um, so I do think it's, it's a resource we should all take advantage of. No, even if you're not looking for a new job or an opportunity, you you should always have an updated resume and like I mentioned before with the career portfolio it's something you can add to as a, a live folder of you know the evidence that you're collecting over time so that when you do need it it's already ready and prepared for you so at every stage of your career you can use these resources makes total sense well, listen Isabella thanks very much for coming here and uh, sharing this information and I think it's definitely valuable for everybody that's a professional to take advantage of what your committee is doing absolutely thank you for having me all right so we're going to continue our, our uh, live uh, recording and coverage uh, from AIHCE 2023 here in Phoenix Arizona I'm Bob Krell a founder and publisher of Healthy Indoors Media and the host of AIHA's Healthier Workplaces show so stay tuned we'll be seeing uh, more from the event throughout the course of the day. 
So that's our show for this week. We'll be back again with another episode of Healthier Workplaces. Until next time, I'm Bob Krell. Stay healthy. 